So hello and welcome to the 12th episode of the Living the Dream podcast, a podcast for real estate agents that discusses strategies to grow your business to its maximum potential, while at the same time making sure that you're in control of your career and have the time to live a balanced life. So I'm Linus Killius, head of business development at Homania. With me as always is the co-host of the podcast and broker and general manager of Century 21 Heritage Group, Aaron Richardson. Aaron, how's it going today? Great. How are you, Linus? Not too bad. Was it snowing outside where you were today too? Snow in April. It's always a little bit of an unexpected surprise. No, we had, we had minus three and pretty clear skies actually this morning. So I uh, I left the house with a spring jacket and kind of uh, halfway to my car, I was like, did I really make the right choice? Because I didn't think it was minus three when I stepped out the door. This is the time of the year where you just go outside and you're never really sure what you're going to get until you feel it. So <laughs> you got to be prepared. But I'm looking forward to uh, the summer weather just around the corner. But on to the show. So real estate agents, they're great at selling houses. That's, that's what they do. The only problem is once a house is sold, the job isn't done. And a lot of agents tend to lose sight of this. Good agents sell houses. Great agents, they sell relationships. And your relationship with your client it doesn't end on closing day. You should you should really be a staple in their life. Everyone's got a doctor to go to when they get sick. Everyone's got a dentist to keep their teeth healthy that they go for regular cleanings for. Well, everyone should also have a real estate agent they can rely on for advice. You need to maintain your relationships with their past clients to make sure that you're the one that's on top of mind the next time they're looking to sell. Or even better, when they're talking to fans and family, you want to be top of mind because you want your name to come up in those conversations too. And staying in touch isn't easy. Making an impression, that's not easy either. However, with the right strategy, it can be, right? Don't fall out of touch with your past clients, keep in touch with them, and remember that your clients should be your clients for life. So today on the show, we're gonna talk about fostering these relationships post-closing. There's no one better to talk to about this than Vonnie Fast. Vonnie is one of Canada's top closing gift consultants with Cutco Closing Gifts and knows more than anyone about the importance of referrals, staying in touch, and growing your business through building relationships. So, Vonnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm honored. So, uh, exciting. yeah, yeah we're, we're like super glad to have you. Actually, last week on the show, we had, we had Storm Fletcher on and she gave a glowing review. She was like, you should really talk to Vani and try and get her on. And right away, you were very receptive. We're really glad to have you on. Aaron got in touch and we we're, we're really impressed so far. Yeah, well, and we were talking a little bit about Storm before we pushed record and I almost started to cry because <laughs> I just, uh, you know, speaking from a building relationships perspective and just to go into that briefly, like Richard Robbins, their organization, myself and a few colleagues started really started that relationship 12 years ago, uh, 13 years ago when we came into the industry as Cutco Closing Gifts. And I've been a Cutco rep, actually an independent contractor with them for 27 years. The first 15 years I did in-home sales and service just through 100% through for almost 100% through referral, I built a database to 3000 clients. So I learned how to ask for referrals, plant the seed, all those beautiful things that I now teach realtors. But when we came into the industry, you know, I actually remember going up to Rich at the end of a big conference, he didn't know who I was. I handed him a knife. I was like, Rich, and I was so nervous. I was like, because I looked up to him like here, I'm like, here's this guy, he's training like 400 realtors and he, he doesn't know me from anybody. So I'm just going to do the thing I know to do, which is love on this guy, give him a knife. Cause that's, you know, I, I like 
giving, uh, you know, showing love with sharp objects. That's my MO. <laughs> and then I met Storm and Sue and really, you know, with the help of colleagues, you know, really loving on them and just trying to show up for them continuously. You know, how can I give to them? Because they're such value adders I see. I'm like, oh my God, they embody exactly how, who I want to be in the industry. And uh, long story short, you know, I, we've done different things to stay in touch and love on them and give value and try to, you know, keep being a valued partner to them. And it's led to, uh, like I was saying, you know, an incredible relationship um, with not just their organization, but with them individually. And Storm and I just had a call. And I remember talking to my wife, or like a few days after that call, I said, I was talking about Storm to my wife and she's like, wow, she's had a real powerful impact on you. And that's where I get kind of reclaimed, a little bit emotional because she has. And, you know, I think one of my favorite quotes is if you believe, it's from Scott Stratton actually, who, who wrote Unmarketing and Unselling, is if you believe business is about relationships, which I do, um, make building them your business. And it's so s simple. And, um, you know, when I make things complicated in my business, and when I start to overthink things, I try to come back to that place of treating people like gold. I'm not perfect at it. I'm not great at it. I, I Sometimes people say, Vonnie, you're the relationship girl. I'm like, I actually wish I knew that whether my client had kids or not, I should know that <laughs> and what their names are. And sometimes I don't know those details that are really, really important. You know, I'm human like everybody else. and But, you know, I do try to come back to... Um, continuing to show up for people um, the best I can, keep pouring into people. And we can talk strategy for sure, but I, I definitely have that in me to um, go beyond the order, the gift order, go beyond the transaction, um, show up above and beyond for people, surprise and delight where I can. Um, so we can go anywhere on this, but yeah, Storm and Richard Robbins are beautiful examples They've been that for me, um, and I keep trying to show up for them. That's, too. that's one of the great things about this industry and many industries in general is just the the opportunity to get to meet amazing people. And like you said, you foster those relationships, and you never know like they might turn into lifelong friendships, might lifelong business relationships too. And um, I think it's really important. We talk about it all the time for for agents to to make sure they see that and they and they, and they feel that way because you'll get out of bed every morning and, and it, you, it makes your job more exciting if you get to to foster those relationships and build those and, and focus less on. Well, I mean, obviously, you got to focus on selling houses too but you want but yeah. you, you go about it in a very positive fashion by working on the relationships first and realizing that everything else is going to shake out of the tree afterwards absolutely so vani how about you tell us a little bit about um cutco and what you guys do there just so everyone who's listening to the show it can kind of be on the level about what it is that you do yeah and uh i guess yeah that segue is pretty you know ultimately i'm I sell Cutco, I sell knives for a living. I sell gifts, right? Just like a realtor sells houses. Um, so yes, I recognize my, I sell Cutco gifts and I can go more into that, but my real business, I actually see it as client loyalty and referrals. Um, everything that we do in the industry from coming on a podcast like this or everything I do um, from getting gifts, memorable gifts to agents for their closing or referral or saying loving on their VIPs or whatever. Everything that I do in the industry is in service to helping realtors and mortgage brokers, like helping realtors build a kick butt repeat and referral based business. So I really see my business as, you know, ultimately I'm passionate about making sure 
um, clients stay clients for life. And that's not easy to do, right? We talked about the, actually the stat from NAR, 86% of people intend to use a realtor, 9% remember your, the agent's name after two years. And so, you know, where we went with it is what if your gifts could help um, keep you top of mind? Because a lot of agents, when we came into the industry, were giving baskets, gift cards, bottles of wine, dinner, ale, things like that. Those are great gifts. Great. Like, we actually found people actually like gifts. They typically like whatever you give. The challenge is 90% of gifts are consumed right away. You know, they eat it, drink it, spend it, it's gone. So we really wanted to get agents something that their clients would actually use daily for the rest of their lives, 30 years you know, every single day, pick that thing up and be reminded of the experience they had with that agent. And not that the gift is about the agent, it's about the client, but it's something that ties them together. It's a memorable, you know, Aaron and I were talking this morning, it's not so much about the knives and the knives. I believe in 100% they're world class. And I was telling Aaron, you can get me going on knives and I'll just like blah, 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 because it's just in my blood. Sorry, I can't stop. But it really is ultimately about, you know, getting our goal was just to get clients something that they their clients would love and use every day for the rest of their lives and, and remember the experience they had with their realtor and never ever forget. And so we basically partnered with Cutco. We put get knives into packages between 70 to 270 where agents could pick and choose a gift and start their clients with those gifts and build their set through time as the clients referred them. So that's really what we do, but really behind why we do it is um, is really what we believe. Business is about relationships, and so why we're here is to help agents strengthen and deepen those, um, nurture loyalty, so that when the time comes for a client to do business with that realtor again or refer them, they don't skip a beat. They remember that realtor is top of mind. And like you said, Linus and Eric, like people, some realtors are better than others at staying in touch. And, you know, I think, you know, ideally, we'd all stay in touch really beautifully with our clients in memorable ways. And, you know, sometimes it's just a quick phone call. It's, Hey, how's it going? Check in. How are you? How's your family? Um, you know, and again, we can go into these strategies, but some of the reality is some agents are better than at this than others. And so, you know, if I could encourage all realtors, to stay in touch in meaningful ways, uh, which is what we're talking about, and give gifts and show up unexpectedly as well as expected when it's expected. Uh, it's a powerful thing. It's it's just a powerful thing, especially with a seven to ten year sales cycle, right? You gotta find ways to um, to um, stay in touch. And actually, I'll just share that one of one of the greatest things that I think has helped me is I know a lot of agents struggle with getting on the phone after the fact, calling their clients, right? Two years, oh my God, I haven't called that client. I did this, I did this. I'll, I'll show you guys. When COVID hit, I printed off my client list of 1,500 realtors that I've served over the last 13 years and just started calling from the top down. And it wasn't super systemized or thought out. It was like, hey, Aaron, how's it going? Do you have toilet paper? Are you okay? I mean, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Like, if you need something, I've got your back. But really, like... Are you okay? Like, how's your family? I had the best conversations ever. And I'm naturally a relationship builder. And it's because we were being vulnerable and real. And I think sometimes we overthink this. And I definitely have gotten to people on my list. Oh my gosh, they haven't ordered in four years. Should I, are they just trying to think, are they going to think I'm going to 
just try to sell them something. I don't want to bother them. And I'm like, are they going to really want to hear from their knife girl? You know, are they really going to want to hear from their realtor? The answer is yes, because you're a human before you're a realtor. You're a human before you're a knife girl and people want connection. So one thing that's really helped me is to ask myself before I get on the phone to check in is how can I serve? How can I help? How can I bring, I actually write this question down sometimes in my journal in the morning, how can I show love today? And you know, we all wanna feel appreciated. We all wanna feel acknowledged. And if, if anyone out there is struggling with getting in touch with their past clients, just, I've told myself sometimes, just shut up Bonnie and text them. And just, there's so many ways, even if you don't pick up the phone and call, there's so many ways now to meaningfully engage. You can send a bomb bomb video or a video. You can send, I can't tell you how many 30 second videos I've sent to clients over the last year. Hey, Aaron, I appreciate you. I just thinking of you today. That's it. Lots is going on in the real estate market. If you have any questions, reach out. I got your back. You know, I don't say those, but I'm mapping across to what a realtor could say. And I think ultimately we want to, the feeling we want to leave with our clients is whether we buy or sell together ever again. And obviously I'm here for you for that but I actually care about you. Gary Vee says the number one marketing strategy is still to care. <laughs> like, um, so anyway, I'm rambling, but I just, uh, you stop me if I go on, on too many tangents, but you know, I know a lot of agents struggle with reaching out to past clients and so do I. Some days I don't feel like it, but I try to ask myself, how can I serve? How can I show some love today? It's a podcast. Rambling is good and expected to oh, a certain degree. great. Awesome. It, what you're saying like re really resonates and hits home. I'm sure with, with me as well as a lot of agents out there too, like it, it is so daunting to look at that list and you do have, not only is it a daunting looking task, yours, yours looks more daunting than most. So I'll, I'll give you that one. But <laughs> sure. it, there, there always is that fear that, you know, they're going to like put you off or like you're going to be annoying them or, or whatever, but by contacting them. But anytime I ever heard an agent be like, okay, like today I, I talked to some clients, they always come back with a positive experience, even though like they have that nervousness to, to crack through and actually start dialing right. numbers or, or calling right. or emailing or texting or whatever the way is re of reaching out. So, right. um, it's nice to it's nice to hear that um, that story from you too, and and hopefully it'll motivate some people to you know get up and contact those people and stay in touch because it, it is a pretty rewarding experience. No, I, I was just going to say that uh, I personally wish I had met you back when I first started in the industry back 15 years ago because um, and and I I love when uh, Storm got in touch and uh, sort of we, we got an overview of what you do because I have been looking for 15 years no word of a lie for a uh, a system and a, and a good closing gift system and it's not just for about closing gifts and I'm sure you're going to get into that but um, the two areas in my business in the 10 years that I was selling first 10 years that I felt there was a, a hole like almost yeah I was every time it came up I was like ah it's an awkward what do I do and the first one was um, right after you firm up a transaction is that that space between firming up and closing and there's mm -hmm. that empty space and we had move snap on and and we talked to move snap and they, they filled that void so we put that in place a few years back and then the, the second one and i said this to um to the lady from move snap is the second the last one was closing gifts and i've still not nailed that one down i said but i had a great idea about 
a knife system. I swear, and this is before I knew you. So, and <laughs> no I had way. a great idea for a knife, yeah, for a knife system. And, you know, to be the sharpest guy in real estate was what I was thinking. So I, I actually pulled an, an agent into my office and said, you gotta be the sharpest guy in real estate. What you're gonna do is you're gonna bring a knife onto a lift, listing presentation along with a pie. And then you're going to explain so commission by cutting up the pie. Uh, half of it goes to the co-op agent. Uh, another part, portion of the pie goes to the brokerage. And then another goes to my taxes and then my expenses. And this is what I'm left over with. So if I'm going to discount the commission on the listing end, where is it going to come from? And explain it that way, cutting with this personalized knife. And of course, today, if you get the listing, I will you know, leave you the pie and I'll, you also get the knife. And, and I know it's kind of cheesy. <laughs> But you know, if your whole marketing thing is around being the sharpest man in real estate, in my case, or this agent's case, anyway, so we went through that whole thing, trying to come up with closing gifts ideas. So when I heard you, you know, your whole knife thing and all, I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, this is great. And, uh, and, and I will put a plug in and saying, if you're looking for services as a realtor, it's not about the service, it's not about the items. It's about the, the company you use and surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded, that have the, have the right mentality of the customer first. And if you do that, it doesn't matter what the item is. It doesn't matter what the service will be there, whether it be your lawyer, your home inspector, your, 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 and having somebody like yourself, Vani, that is passionate about that, that's going to come through in this, in, in that service item in this case. So thank you so much, obviously, for coming on and, and talking about knives. Cause yeah, that's, uh, I, I could go on about knives too. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, if I can pick up where you were, we were, you know, yeah. joking, I love the whole sharpest. I mean, <laughs> I have a mortgage broker that gives uh, or that has written a letter. We have a beautiful letter that goes with the closing gift that you choose that you can edit and tweak. And he says, I'm like, keeping a uh, sharp eye on your finances, like kind of tying in or sharpest clients in town or sharpest realtor in town. And I think that's fun. We were talking about like the joke about potentially putting stop cutting my commissions engraved, like right, <laughs> just as a funny thing. But we've done yeah. things like with the with the spreader, like thanks for spreading the word. Super cheesy, but fun if it matches your personality. And I think, you know, the knife thing, you know, from the time of kings and queens, a gift simply has just been a vehicle to show the value you place on a relationship. And so, yes, I'm biased towards giving something long lasting and memorable because I think that strategically just makes the most, you know, if you're putting $200 in a, a basket, you know, where everything's going to be consumed within the next few weeks um, or just a gift card because you're scrambling at the last minute and you don't know what else to, you know, you don't have maybe a system in place where you have gifts on hand. I, you know, you're, you know, if you're already spending the money anyway, of course I'm biased towards getting something long lasting, but knives, you know, it's knives are a funny, like knives, it's, it's about the knives, but it's not so much about the knives as getting them something that is going to be high end and lasting and all, all and convey that value that you're placing on that relationship. And um, the other piece I picked up on what you were sharing there, Erin, is like working with like-minded people that are going to support your business and, um, you know, finding your partners. I actually do I'm starting to see myself and we've evolved through the industry with our realtors and our clients. I've had clients that have worked with me for 12 years straight. They're incredible. They're in my gold group. They're my tribe, you know? Um, <clears throat> but even I work, started working with a new, an agent in the business. I can't remember exactly how many years she's been in the business a long time. We had a zoom call last week and we got to talking about when to deliver a closing gift and she was buying some gifts from us. And, 
And I got to, I really felt by the end of that Zoom call with her that I was a partner with her. She's like, can you be like my marketing person? Can you be my person? I was like, I will teach you everything I know, Pat, about how to, and I just gave her the idea. It was so simple of just, and this, for any realtor to use this, if it's possible for you to give a gift, a possession gift, you know, we talked about, yeah, that firm up time, you know, what a cool time to, you know, that, that conditions come off. They're so excited. Maybe they get that first something there. You know, what if, what if on closing, you not only, maybe, maybe on closing, you show up with a craft beer or the bottle of champagne or something to mark or the Timmy's donuts or whatever to help them with the move in day. But on possession, it's so much, there's so much going on. A gift can get lost in the shuffle. And so I, I suggested to Pat, I'm like, if you can do this in your systems, and I, I know it's not easy for every agent to do this if you're incredibly busy, but what if you went back with this gift two weeks later, the Cutco gift, the closing gift you're ordering, or four weeks later and caught them, you know, and say, hey, I've custom ordered something for you. It's a crazy day. The gift is your home. Here's some beer or whatever that aligns with the, the client. And then you show up two to four weeks later um, with this gift in hand. And I think what, again, the knives, yes, that's cool. And um, and it also immediately gives the message to the client that I'm here beyond the transaction. I am going to do my best to stay in relationship with you, whatever that looks like. And I've always had this bias towards if I want to be in relationship with somebody, I love giving things. I don't want to show up empty handed and I'm not giving to get, although I love the quote giving starts the receiving process. To me, I do my very best to no strings attached on that stuff. Like when I awkwardly 12 years ago handed Rich Richard Robbins a, a gift, I was not like, can I get something? For, I was just like, you got to have this. And, you know, I find gifts, uh, you know, they're just a beautiful way to show value and a wonderful, whatever it is. Um, Bonnie, can I ask you a question? It's, has has any team ever asked you to be in a pitch? Like when I used to uh, sell, I was I had a team, and the 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 team members were always on my you know listing presentation or any of my documentation. Mm. So, and yeah. I included everybody part of the team. Have you ever been included as part of the team? Like I, I just I would do that. I would have you as the uh, here's our marketing you know stay in touch person or whatever it is. Like I mean. Anybody who has a team, having those team members in place, your your home inspector, here's my, you know, I had everybody on there as as part of my team, and uh, I think that uh, I think that you'd be a good addition. Well, I'm happy to be a part. I like being part of things. <laughs> <laughs> I like being part of groups. I like belonging. Um, I think, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Even I was talking to a managing broker yesterday, and and. Uh, he, he actually ordered a hundred knives for his agents, a surprise gift, um, just because he believed so strongly in this program. And oh, no. uh, he's now I'm going to have to get 700 knives. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he asked me yesterday on the phone, he's like, can you just come in and train my people every month on referrals yeah. and keeping in right. touch? And I was like, can we do every quarter just because I'm getting busier <laughs> and I'm getting so many events. And and he's like, I would love if you, I'm like, dude, if you just want me to, so where I'm getting at in my business, it feels yeah. like sometimes my message is becoming bigger than the product I sell. Although as I get the message out about loving on your people, loving on your tribe, 
how to ask for referrals, plant the seed for referrals, all this stuff I've learned because I do it every single day or try to. Like I don't try to preach on anything I'm not already doing in my own business, but I said, I'd be happy to. I, you know, I'd be happy to teach your people this stuff that I think it's, you know, agents struggle with what to give as a gift. Agents struggle with how to ask for referrals. Uh, we all struggle with keeping in touch in great, meaningful ways to our past clients. You're part yeah. of the team, part of the process. And uh, it was just when Linus and I were talking about, you know, our, our podcast in general about, uh, you know, living the dream and real estate and all the rest of it. We're not here to sell anything. Let me just tell you that right now. It has nothing to do with the items. It really doesn't. We are, we wanted to have you on because of your passion for building relationships. And if you can help an agent do that, the the better life in real estate is surrounding yourself with those people. So, you know, to, to, to say to the podcast, anybody's listening, we're not here selling nice here, right? We're, we're talking about clients and you've done a, you know, obviously a great job of that. So. Yeah. Relation. I realized too, that I'm a natural relationship builder and I've even stepped up and especially during COVID tripled down on my database and even more than a normal. And I recognize some people aren't natural, maybe relationship built. Like they're, they're not so keyed into loving on their, you know, it's maybe more transactional that they've learned that and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think ultimately, you know, <clears throat> if you can have a mindset out there of, you know, building, um, how can I serve? How can I help? Um, you know, how can I continue to show up for my people in expected and unexpected ways? It makes the business more fun ultimately. And you end up dealing with quality people and other quality, like people that you know, like, and trust and uh, get referrals too, because you keep showing up for people. You're not just calling once a year going, hey, Linus, um, yeah, it's your realtor calling. I'm just wondering if you know anybody that might... And I think that's sometimes where agents go wrong. There's nothing wrong with, but sometimes if you haven't stayed in relationship in other ways, I am a strong believer in give, give, keep showing up for people, give value. And it's totally then okay to ask. It's okay to ask and, and you keep showing up for people. It's okay to just at one point go, Aaron, you know what? I can't believe we've had this relationship for five years or two years, or we've built all this you know, and I have never asked you for a referral. And I, here's me asking for referrals. Um, is there anybody, I, I want to work with people like you. <laughs> you probably know people like you. Is there anyone out there, your friends and family that I could possibly support right now that might have real estate questions? You know, like, so I think it's, it's about staying in relationship and that, you know, if you're more of a transactional person, that's okay. That's, it's just staying in relationship is going to, help you get incredible quality transactions and, and even more relationships to do transactions with. It's, it's funny, the philosophy that you're, you're kind of talking about now, like you just go at, at it with the, the, the give mentality is very similar to how I see a lot of people be very successful in social media too. Like you, you don't want to follow someone who's just always like, you know, just posting that picture about the home or like really like harping on the real estate side of things. You like to, you like to get more personal with somebody and, and, and learn more about them. Like you, you like to get that content that's more interesting, like in general. And then like every once in a while, yeah, then you can ask or, or post about this new listing that you got and stuff too, but people don't stay necessarily for that. They stay for, for the rest of everything else too. So anyways, I thought that was kind of an interesting little thing that just kind of quirked up in my head. Um, one thing, one thing I did want to ask you about, Vaughn, I mean, we've kind of touched on strategy a little bit, um, but 
I want to give you a bit of a scenario. Let's say there's an agent that's coming. You'd be like, hey, I've never done closing gifts or at least not properly. And they want to come up with like kind of like a formal strategy or a good way to go about it. I know you're a, you're a consultant in this in this space, right? So what, what kind of advice would you would you typically give someone to kind of leapfrog into? I know like you talked about it a little bit, but um, maybe even more details on how to get past like the closing gift to, to even further down the road too, because we're talking about not just the, the first couple of weeks after closing, we're talking about keeping this, this relationship for life. Yeah, for sure. And how I would support an agent there. I mean, we definitely, what we do is get them closing gifts and referral, the knives on hand, whatever gift they choose. So they have it on hand and it's there when they need it for closing gifts, referral gifts, silent auction donations, VIP past client gifts, that kind of thing. Um, but I guess it, what I would support an agent with is typically they come to us, you know, they might be already doing something They're, you know, baskets, gift cards or whatever. Maybe they're new or they're a few years in the industry or they're 30 years. They've heard of us somewhere or whatever, and we'll set them up with some cuckoo gifts, but how to show up. So it's interesting. The price points of our gifts are 70 to 270. So they're not necessarily, they're not a pop by gift. They're not a, you know, I'm going to show up uh, at Eastern, you know, with a, uh, a knife necessarily. Um, the, these price points are designed more for the closing gift or and showing up a few weeks later. They're designed for a referral gift. Um, they're also designed for, we've had realtors send out single knives around the $100.90 price point to best past referral sources and best past clients. That's kind of the and VIP gifts to start a client's collection. But where I would sort of suggest and support little things like care packages, love bombs, we call them. We do them in our business. And I don't even know if that's what exactly what you were asking, but these are beautiful ways. Like, for example, we have, um, I have 15 bath bomb things with you're the bomb cards uh, to drop off. I don't know when because we're so busy, but, you know, just like an agent, it gets really, really busy. But I'm going to go out and I'm going to deliver some bath bombs and you're the bomb with some hoopla we got this cool donut place and just little things like that I, I talked to a 30-year realtor um that ordered gifts from us yesterday and she was saying that they home make these things and they take them around on easter you know and just to pop by with their clients so i think little things like that um find ways um over the years to you know, just keep showing up in people's lives. Um, you know, small care packages, love bombs, handwritten cards, like handwritten cards are so old school, but they're so meaningful. If a, if a realtor has never, even a new realtor, you can start to handwrite to your clients and try to remember something about the experience you had together and address that in the card. But, you know, I at one point did a gratitude project and wrote two thank you cards a day for three months to my clients and even the my favorite barista. Like I didn't really, it was just whoever. Um, and it was powerful. Like just little things like that. Um, yeah, little things like that to stay in relationship with people. Is that what you were kind of asking? <laughs> yeah, did I go off on a, on yeah, a tangent? Yeah, pretty much. Like, no, no. And I, like I said before, okay. tangents are great. That's, that's why we do yeah, this, right? I was just, I was right. just really curious what your kind of philosophy was. And I, I really like the idea of, you know, giving that very impactful gift that's going to stay with them, but also just trying to like maintain that at touch points along the way too, to make sure that um, not only are they like, you know, 
using these gifts to give them right after closing, but there's also reasons to come back and talk to them again down the road. And one thing I've definitely learned, if nothing else from you, Vani, is, is that you're a lover of puns as well. Uh, all the sharp and the bo- and the bombs and everything too. And I think me and Aaron are as well. So uh, you must have some great <laughs> ones too, have, having knives as your primary product. We sure do. Like the thanks for spreading the word along the top of the spreader engraved. That's that's super fun. Did yeah. I mention that? I, I just sent out two ice cream scoops to a couple of clients. Uh, we had some, by the way, gifts are great when you screw up. Um, we screwed up on their billing a little. There was some confusion. Uh, hopefully they're not listening to this, but two scoops are coming their way. The, the agent as well as her assistant with here's the scoop. That'll never happen again. Like, and I think it's just fun. I mean, maybe we can have some fun in our business. So can realtors. And again, you know, actually what you said, touch points, I have reframed it recently as trust points. Like these, these are opportunities to build trust. Um, even when you screw up, like like I just said, we um, we actually made an error. We don't make a lot of errors, but we're human. We made an error. We're, we made an error a year ago where we accidentally sent these. Can I? Sh- okay, we sent. We accidentally sent gratitude gratitude boxes that an agent hadn't ordered to him. So he, I asked him. He was in Ontario. We're in Alberta. I asked him to ship them back to us because, and so he had to take time out of his. So I sent him. I made these homemade energy balls. And I sent him one for every wine box we sent him. That was, I sent him exactly the number. <laughs> <laughs> and he shot me a video back and his his face was full of these energy balls because they're so good. And um, it was just to, hey, I'm sorry, <laughs> we made a mistake and sent you 30 wine boxes that you had to send back to us. Um, but thank you so much for doing that. And here's 30 energy balls to replace that. Um, those whatever and so i think um these are opportunities to create trust whenever you're calling a client whenever you're sending a value add or relevant stats to a client with your monthly newsletter these are all opportunities yes to touch um i like calling them trust points because it reframes it for me in a cool way but uh, i just have found gifts to be really whatever you're doing uh really powerful i mean relationship building aside um do you have some products you show? I noticed you've uh, shown some of the uh, things that you do do, and you've talked about you know bath bombs and and those gratitude boxes. Um, I was really excited to talk about uh, cutting boards, just because I know a few of our agents use cutting boards and stuff. So I love to see yeah. um, I, I love to see some of those things. So what okay. do you? I'll I mean, you don't just do knives, is that right? Yeah, we you mainly don't... do not. We we mainly. mainly. Yeah, I'll show yeah, you. I'll show you, but we have some options where our clients will pair them with other things. So at okay. least we, we send them these things to pair them with. But I mean, really, our mainstay has been Cutco because it really, I'll, I'll actually, we looked around to find other products that were of that world-class quality that people would use every day for 30 years, pass down to their kids. We can't find them. Like even wood boards, they're great, but they don't have that long life cycle. Um, sure. Yeti is one. Yeti Yeti is up there for me, but um, the, the yeah. cutco knives, this is kind of how they come packaged and we can brand them. We can do your custom, an agent's logo or with gratitude, their name, or even personalized to the client made, especially for the client's name. But yeah, we did. What do I, what do I sharpen that knife? What do I sharpen that yeah. knife with? I'm curious. So, so I have a knife yeah. that's a $300 okay. knife. Right, yeah. and I got it like it's yeah. a Japanese steel and stuff, and it's yeah. like don't just use For a regular sure. sharpener. Do you sharpen these knives with regular sharpeners? 
You can. So here, I'll go back to this set. Like just the yeah. Cutco 101. 101. I can't speak to Japanese knives. Are they're a higher maintenance tool? So they yeah. um, they're amazing. Uh, I'm a knife nerd too, and I have a full set of Cutco, and I'm like, say to my wife, I'm like, we gotta That's get a I Japanese ask. knife too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, Japanese shops sometimes will teach you how to sharpen. They'll have special stones and things like that, or you can take them in to be sharpened and pay for that service. Um, so they're you know. They are just a, just know that they're a higher maintenance tool maintenance that them, should yeah. be maintained. Sure. So get, get in touch with the ideally the the place where you bought them and find out if they have a sharpener. I mean, Cutco they're a high end low main, lower maintenance tool. So chefs use them and endorse them, but they're more designed for people in home that want high end low low maintenance. So we yeah, do have a tool. Mean. We have a draw through tool that people can use, but most cool. of the knives, okay. like especially these these ones, will stay sharp like seven to ten years, no maintenance at all. But Cutco resharpens them for free. That's my problem yeah. with these like Japanese steels knives and stuff like that is it's like, no, I'm not into the maintenance end because I'm not going right. to go out and get it sharpened every, you know, so over. So the, that's great. That's, that's good people. to hear. Yeah. And I just, the boards, we outsource them out of Montreal. They're maple reclaimed hardwood. And some of our clients would put, you know, a knife together with, wrap it up with a big red bow or whatever their colors. And, and then the other thing we, I was just showing before we do these gratitude boxes where we'll uh, send the knife of a agent's choice in there branded or engraved however they like and they can wrap this up and they can add wine or olive oil if their client doesn't drink or cheese and crackers on the side you know we thought Champagne. sharp knives and alcohol yeah. was a really yeah. smart way to go so uh, <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> but anyway that just gives a visual we do we have added a few things to um present the knives with uh as well so if if an agent wants they look really sharp <laughs> again to the puns oh the knife jokes they just keep coming <laughs> i'm sure you heard it all <laughs> i have a, a shirt that says the knife girl and i i usually start my presentations with like you guys know when the knife girl shows up at the meeting it's it's just going to be a good time but <laughs> but yeah the knife jokes so Vani, i have a i have a question yeah. for you too it's a little it's a little bit sure. off topic but uh, okay. me, and, me and my wife, we, we, we really love cookies. It's, it's like a, a thing that we, <laughs> we have tea and cookies usually like before we go to bed. <laughs> Probably wow. not, the, not the healthiest habit. But I love this. We're, we're constantly on the hunt for places that make great cookies. And I hear that you may have a hidden gem that you know about from your old neighborhood. <laughs> is, How do you know about this? Is, are my sources correct? Do you, do you know where the what? best cookie in town is? I do. How the heck did you see this on social media? We we we've got you our did sources. Your we we put okay. our our, our uh, research team on it. <laughs> you found. You this know out. what? I oh, how long do we have? No, seriously, this is. I I told someone this morning that if there's two there's two things I could sell in this world. Was I talking to you? <laughs> Maybe. No. I was like, I can sell I can sell Cutco and I can sell these freaking cookies in Calgary. Um, yeah, they're a power cookie. And uh, now you can buy the cookie dough and bake them yourself. And um, they are pretty freaking phenomenal. And every Saturday morning, I do a kick butt workout. And then I go negate that workout. <laughs> I sit in that coffee shop. I get my Americano. And it's the little things, right, you guys? Um, yeah. My Americano and my cookie. And I even call the coffee shop ahead of time. They know me. And I'm like, hey, it's Bonnie. I'm just calling you guys to save me a cookie. They're like, yeah, we got you covered, Bonnie. Don't you worry. <laughs> and I'm like, I still have to call just to make sure you guys don't run out. So, um, 
Mm-hmm. It's funny how those moments can be something that you can like look so forward to. Like it's one of the highlights of my day sitting down with my wife having a tea and, yeah. and a cookie, right? It sounds like such an odd thing, I but it, it really is just that kind of pleasurable moment. And and when I found out that you had something similar in a shared experience, I was like, I, I, I got to make sure I ask Bonnie about that on the show. I I love that you do this every night too. Like I I do this once a week, and but I will say one thing: my wife and I do every night is we share our favorite moments with each other ever since we met and it, we haven't missed a night and it's kind of cool. Like it's one of those little routines, right? Those little ordinary thing that becomes kind of extraordinary, like your cookie and your, I was just going to say, we do two stars. We do two stars and a wish at dinner with the, with the kids. We was okay. Everybody gets two stars and a wish. And my, my wife started with the kids and we've just continued doing that at dinner. So the kids love it. Right. They get to give out two stars of the day with the two people that they want to give stars to and then a wish for the future. So I love that. I I love that. That is so cool. And, you know, I'm already thinking, how can I get a cookie to Linus? (laughs) But it's not going to be that great because it's going to have to go through the mail. Ah, see, that's where and I'm I'm like, okay, but see, I'll tell you, I'm the worst surpriser. The worst. My wife, I can't surprise I'm the gifting lady in the industry and I suck at, sur- I just wrecked the surprise. So it would have been better for me not to say anything about the cookie and try to get it to you. But anyway. Well, maybe instead of bringing the cookie to Linus, we can bring Linus to the cookie and I can come out to, yeah, to, Calgary, to Calgary and we can do it yeah. there. I do have friends uh, in Calgary too. So a visit is long overdue. Hopefully COVID and everything will be done sooner rather than later. So that'll be a possibility, right. but we'll definitely And I'll to- take you to the coffee shop. Yes. We'll go. We'll go. Yeah. Uh, isn't that like the perfect place to end a show on? <laughs> Talking about cookies, donuts, and tea. I, <laughs> I love it. Vani, it was really a pleasure having you on here. Um, Thanks, Linus. Everybody, if you like the show, you can subscribe to our show pretty much wherever you find your podcasts online. Please don't forget, us, forget to leave us a five-star reviews on those sites because it really does help. You can check out our website, livingthedream.show, where you can check out and listen to any or all of our shows, or you can head over to our YouTube channel at youtube.livingthedream.show to watch our podcast video streams on demand. So Vani, if people need to get in touch with you and figure out how to get these amazing knives, like what's the best way to do so? Do you guys have a website or way to reach out? You know, we have a a Cutco Closing Gift uh, generic website, cutcoclosinggifts.com, and my information is in the Alberta section and the Ontario section, but I'll just give it's not specific to our team. So the best way to reach me is, is uh, Vani at teamfast.ca um, or even just text or call me. Um, so I can give you all that contact information, Instagram or Vani Sharp, Vani Sharp Gifts, same with Facebook. So yeah, there's multiple ways to get in touch with me and then I can send pricing related to and some of the unique products we do for our team. I can help out. I always love when people that come on are like, you just call me. They're not like, you don't call the yeah. company, you call me and I'll, I'll chat <laughs> Call with me, you. text me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. I, that's such yeah. a much, uh, the, like the best way to, to connect with people is just like directly, right? So yeah, for sure. But we'll make sure that we put all the information again, in touch with Vani in the description where you're watching or listening to this podcast as well to make sure that you can get in touch and, and get in touch with Vani if you'd like to. So, okay, so if you'd like to get in touch with us, We'd also like to hear from you too. It's, I'm sure Vani wants to hear from you, but we also would like to hear from you too. So you can email us anytime. We've got an email podcast at livingthedream.show. Vani, thank you again so much for coming out. Aaron, thanks for doing this as always too. 
everybody else, thanks for watching and thanks for listening and have a great week.